Hey fam, welcome to a new episode in the quarantine series. Thank you for sticking through with me up until now. Today we'll be talking about changing career paths. Hmm, an interesting one, right? So whether it's a decision you came to voluntarily or something that was forced upon you due to circumstances, best believe there is so much friction in changing career trajectories and it is associated with so much emotional ups and downs as you try to navigate through it all. It could be you started out on a career path but later came to realize this wasn't for you and then you resented it. Or like we say in Nigeria, jam, jam jammed you and then you got handed a course different from the one you envisaged and now you're at a point where you're willing to take the brave leap of faith to pursue something else. Today we're joined by an amazing person who actually was my senior in secondary school as she shares her story on how she made the big U-turn. Say hi to Christina Subaratunari. my name is christiana okay welcome to another episode thank you for being a guest on this episode thank you today we're talking changing career paths um are you still a student are you done with school so i'm a recent graduate so i just graduated um six months ago approximately okay um what what was your course kinesiology and health science at york university and basically kinesiology is the study of human movement anytime i say it most people don't know what it is but it's fine <laughs> i didn't know what it was till i started studying it but it's the study of human movements okay was that your preference at very at the beginning um it was it wasn't actually so i left nigeria with the intention of studying medicine and surgery so uh, okay I left Nigeria, I, I did my last year of high school, so I went to college for one year, and then I got admission into university. And so the way it works is that you have to do a pre-med, so you have to do four years of an undergrad degree before you can apply okay. for med school. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to do something um, medicine-related, and then after that, I'll go to med school. That's, that was the goal. And then, so I got admission to study biomedical science. So I was a biomedical science <laughs> student for my first year of university. And then I ended up- Sorry, was that, was that after grad school? Um, after high school. Okay, okay, after high school. Admission in Nigeria or abroad? This, or this school abroad? was abroad, yeah. Okay. So Toronto, Canada, yeah. So I, um, so yeah, so I studied biomedical science for one year. And then I, I vividly remember today, I was like, I can't do this. It was chemistry lab. I had my lab coat on, my huge transparent goggles, and I was just looking down. And I was just like, I don't see myself doing this for the rest of my life. I don't, I don't care about this. I'm not passionate about this. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's new at the back of my mind. But um, like I just didn't want myself to believe that. I was like, I've come too far. I can't like be a science student throughout um throughout secondary school and then decide to want to like switch to something completely different like too many people are like you know um believing in me like i can't just decide i want to change my mind and disappoint everybody so it was yeah a journey for me 
Okay, so let's backtrack a bit. The initial goal when traveling was to study medicine. So after grad school, instead of getting an admission to study medicine, you got admission to study um, biomedicine or something like that. Yeah, biomedical science. So the way it works is that, so you have to, after high school, you have to get an undergraduate degree, like university degree. Some people do different things, but it's Mm -hmm. recommended that you do it in something science-based. So that we med school, you have okay. that background science experience. So my plan was to do um, biology. So I was like, okay, you know, biology was your favorite subject in school. So study biology for mm. your undergrad degree, and then you can do medicine and surgery after, and then you can start to specialize. So I did biology, and then I did like so biomedical science is a specialization in a biology degree. So my degree was biology, but like. My specialty was biomedical science for first year. So, yeah. I hope that answers it. Okay. Yeah. So, when did you decide to... Why... Why... Um, why kinesiology? Can... When did you... Like, why, why did you decide mm-hmm. to switch to that? So, it was... It was... I'll say it had a couple reasons attached. So, I chose kinesiology... At first, my my first option, so I was like, okay, you could do nursing. Um, but then I was like, that's still basically medicine, and that's not what you want to do. So why, if, if you're going to do nursing, might as well do medicine anyways. And then I was like, oh, I could do global health, like get a degree in global health. Because I, I was still interested in health. It's not like I didn't want to um, be in the health, the health field at all wasn't mm-hmm. i hadn't found that you know thing that was like oh this is my this is me so i went to my school's department the health department and i was like um help me i went to a student advisor and i was like this is what this is what this is what i'm dealing with and i remember her being my first year biology professor but she was also advising students and everything and she I remember her saying, okay. she was like, you know, in a hospital, it's not just doctors that are there, right? If you're passionate about the health field, there are other health careers you can go into that doesn't necessarily be medicine. So mm-hmm. that helped me to broaden my view on what health was. I started looking for other options. And then I looked into kinesiology, which I completely like, I was just like, which one is this one? Like, please, I can't even pronounce it. What's... <laughs> It's like I completely like shoved it out of my mind because I was like, this isn't like, no, give me like global health. Give me something, um, you know, something else that's more, um, I don't know, that sounds nicer or something like that. (laughs) Or something that sounds more appealing to Nigerian Nigerian parents. Like I also had to deal with, and while I was navigating all this and everything, my parents didn't know, like up until like, Last year or two years ago, my mom, people still used to call my mom in a doctor, being one doctor, something like And I had to like stop and be like, mom, you're actually on your own because I'm not a doctor. This is what I studied. It's your business if you keep letting them call um, a doctor's mom. Mm-hmm. But I had to navigate dealing with my Nigerian parents. So I had to um, sacrifice, I guess, because they were also sacrificing for me. So I know I couldn't whatever decision I made, I couldn't put them in harm's way because they believed in me and um, I definitely didn't want to disappoint myself. Mm-hmm. So when it came to picking something mm-hmm. else, I had the option of switching to a completely different degree, like liberal arts, something like something not health related as well because I have a passion for that. Like mm-hmm. I also 
I also have a passion for that, yeah. Or I could like stick with the health thing and also like finish it through. So I had to decide between both of them. And kinesiology was my, I'll say it was my next best thing, basically. It gave me that freedom to um, to also to be in the health field, but also take other courses that I was actually interested in because biomedical science was very specialized and streamlined. So all your biology mm-hmm. and chemistry like you got one elective every year and for someone who didn't know what she wanted to do that was very restrictive like i needed to like try my hand out at different courses while also working towards a degree that i somewhat enjoyed or somewhat liked so kinesiology provided me that that freedom i'll say so i was taking courses in anatomy okay. i was taking biomechanics i was taking physiology but i also had to take electives like philosophy and economics and so it gave me that option of freedom that okay like you could be in the health field but you could also learn about other um, other fields other things and you could find where, where you really passionate about enjoy. yeah like what you actually want to do so i had the option of like initially i was going to be like you know what i'm just going to switch to like an english degree let me do what i know i know how to do kind of like something I actually enjoy, something I think I'll thrive in. But then I also had to consider mm-hmm. my parents. Like, I could not throw away a full year's worth of tuition fees. Like, so biomedical science and kinesiology, first year, they have the same course. So, because it's still in the health field. So the courses are very similar. So I didn't have to restart my degree. So I didn't have to, like, start from year one again. I could just go to it. So that was okay. also something that meant a lot to me, just because I didn't want my I didn't want to have to put my parents through the stress of paying for another year of tuition fee, especially with the inflation rate and everything, like current mm. change and everything. Okay. I obviously didn't want to put them in that position. Okay, so your decision had a lot. There were a lot of things yeah. influencing your decision to go into kinesiology. Okay, so if that is the case where do you think the desire to study medicine came from was it just something that was thrown on you or you studied you did you were a science student so the next best thing to study probably it's medicine or like where did that come from if after a while doing it you realized you didn't like where did it come from is my point was it something your parents put on you or is something you felt you could do because you were studying you were doing a science, you were a science student, and that's just the next thing that Nigerians were you, you know? Right. Um, I think yeah. it was, I feel like growing up, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have options, basically. In my head as a kid, you were either a doctor or a lawyer. And my mom said lawyers are lawyers. So I was like, okay, the only option for me is doctor then. And I had, I had <laughs> grades, so like I was always better at English. I was always better at arts. Like I'll do okay, like in math and science and everything. But like my strength was like everything. So mm-hmm. um, I'll definitely say I got that from like just growing up. It was what you were expected to do, you know. First daughter, like you are smart, so why not? Why not do medicine? Mm-hmm. But not everybody is supposed to be a doctor. I think I'd have been very sad. Mm-hmm doctor like i'd have been like like i i I do understand like the prestige and like if you were a doctor you were rich there was this kind of like you know 
Yeah, there was a respect. Respect. Of, like, ah, ah, she's a doctor, you know, first daughter, she studied abroad. She's a does that whole thing. But then yeah. it's like, I didn't have space to like, yeah. see what other careers I would like to like, how do I put it? To like, find myself and just, you know, evolve into this person. Mm. And just, yeah. So, yeah. I totally feel you. So, do you, do you think in your case, a gap year would have been relevant, would have been useful. Do you think a gap year is something that is relevant in Nigeria or in 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 this uh, uh, where we are at now? Do you think like a gap year I is relevant? I think it's actually very relevant, necessary even. I feel like it's it's something that I know, like I know, I'm not sure the exact of it but I know in Germany they actually do that a lot because while I was in school I had a lot of German roommates and they basically took a year off to basically travel and do whatever they wanted before going back into university. I think it's very necessary especially with the age for example I left Nigeria when I was 15 years old and for some reason I thought I had my life figured out who I wanted to be everything I was I already had that um, in me but like I have I was I was a kid like I didn't even know like what do you want to do with your life? What's your purpose? What are you passionate about? What keeps you up at night thinking? I feel like it also has to do with growing up. Like, are you, I feel like a gap here provides that space and ah, to like, discover yourself. Like, from a yeah. no pressure environment. I know, yeah, see, they do. Mm. Um, Actually, I wish I did that. So it's basically, so if you, when you start university, you start as, an undeclared major so what that means is that you're taking a bunch of courses like you're taking random courses so these are high- so that could also mm-hmm. qualify as a gap year to to just chill maybe not even in school like if someone wants to take a gap year to just work or volunteer i don't i don't think volunteering is very big in um Nigeria. i think it's very necessary Nigeria. especially if you're trying to go from one like shadow somebody like like how how you know if you don't see it happening how you know if you actually i don't know <laughs> for one day and stuff mm-hmm. i i i think it would take a while for nigerian or africans to accept mm-hmm. that concept because we feel we have yeah. this pressure we put on ourselves at this certain age we should have achieved this we should have achieved that and Based this gap year is like your but it's it's exactly. not a waste of time because it's not like you're just you're just playing in that gap year. Even if you decide to play, yes, if you're mm. going to be working for the rest of your life, I think one year to like just chill and figure out who you are. It's, it's better than rushing into something mm. for five years and then coming out and being like, okay, this is actually not what I want to do. So would you rather wait exactly? Yes, would you rather waste quotation marks one year or do you want to waste five years doing something you you don't care? about absolutely at all so mm-hmm. i think a gap here is very necessary and if there's a way for like i'll say governments but at this point who am i kidding <laughs> but we're going to be there. i definitely <laughs> still believe that it's possible it's only up from here by god's grace amen that's my prayer it can't get worse than this at all there's definitely a potential but okay. yeah i think volunteering and taking a gap here space to just breathe work live and then just figure out what you actually want to do with your life. Okay. So how did your Nigerian parents um, process the whole 
information that you were no longer doing medicine, you were no longer doing bio biosciences, you were sw switching to something completely different. How did they react? Well, first off, I didn't tell my mom to like way later. And as, like I said, up until like two years or like last year, and I've already graduated. This is like, I'm already like, I already switched. People still used to call her in the doctor. doctor. Um, for my dad, mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like everybody's case is different. Everybody's Nigerian parents and the ex how extreme they are is very different. I'm, I feel like I'm blessed. Not I feel like I know I'm blessed to have my, my parents are liberal mm -hmm. to an extent. At least they become more liberal in like like as you grow as you grow older they, they they tend to like i feel like they they are more you know open and accepting of what i want to do in my life versus do this do this do this um and i wouldn't even lie like i prayed mm. and fasted i would straight up like i because I, <laughs> I had i had to go to god and be like god like i don't know how my dad is going to take this like so much money mm. and then just want to up and say okay i don't mm. want to do this anymore so um i also had to i feel like the fact that i switched to something that was still health based kind of like it softened the blow a bit mm. so he wasn't happy he was like what's that you're studying you're going to starve in nigeria like mean like market yourself <laughs> do something like do a degree mm. but that like that's just like I understand coming out and having like a set profession for you, but then I don't think that's what life is supposed to be about at all. At all. That so it took him some time. Mm, I um, agree. Plus, I I had to like I I feel like I gave myself time to present him with a plan to see that I wasn't like throwing my degree away, or throwing his money away. That I was still very much like like I still cared. Like I still wanted to go to school. Like I didn't say I was mm -hmm. I was going to switch my major and then completely sit at home with no plan and nothing, and it I feel like that made him see that okay it wasn't that I was unserious it just was that I hadn't found my my niche something get about passion yet I think it, I I I think one of the things that come into play is we feel pressure to want to have a career that will get us money we are we are more focused on career than actually our passion something that we genuinely enjoy so where where do you think um passion versus career how do you how do you think we can um, integrate i feel like two? i'm not going to be one of those people that will be like oh like you know passion and you know what money doesn't matter like no i want money like i want to be rich i want to be successful like matter and for nigerian especially mm -hmm. who doesn't like, where coming from and how much education is to them i see why they mm. put so much emphasis on a career that is um soundproof or like proof to get you money but also like i remember mm. i'll just use this analogy I, I remember sitting in class one day i think it was biomechanics or something and my prof i remember it was first second year and one of the professors were like um I know a lot of people here are pre-med because it was a science class. It was probably chemistry, some, something like where everyone is a science student. And he, he just said, if this is a profession you're going into because of money, I want you to drop out now. And that piqued my interest. I don't think I was listening in class earlier. When he said, I was like, what? Like, what are you saying, bro? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, like, if, you, if you think you want to do this and then go to med school, 
but your goal is like because you want to make money it's not something you're passionate about there are better ways to make money less stressful ways to make money so if that's the main driving force drop out and i was just like okay that's my cue because like one i feel like one of the reasons i also like stayed with medicine that long was because i was like okay at least you can be broke like doctors were always in business mm, like people are yeah. always going to be sick you're always going to be I was like, okay, at least you won't be broke. Yeah. So, and you like money, so why not? Like, I don't see what you you have the grades. <laughs> why not? You're going to then it's like you can't be mm. in class, and you're not like you can tell when something, when someone has passion for something. But if you're in class and your mind's in a completely different universe, you're writing something at the back of your notes. You're not you're not contributing. Then it's it's probably not it's probably not for you. And money if you're passionate about something and you i feel like money can always be made somehow some way and it's very i don't think it should be the only driving mm-hmm. force to what you decide to do with the rest of your life because that's a very time so at the end of the day we want to go for yeah. something that will bring us money but soon leave was satisfied and fulfilled yeah. fulfilled that's the word Okay, your you, you your story kind of reminds me of you um, Oji. I don't know if you know her from so Jesus and oh Jealous. I literally yeah, and in her case, she did not tell her parents yeah. until she was done done. I think masters and everything. That was like, such I, a brave step. I feel like it was going to make my parents yeah. pissed because they're like, okay, why tell us first year, second year? You waited for us to train you through our masters, almost PhD, for deciding like you know. Yeah, but it's it's not easy though. Like mm. everyone has different, like not everyone's parents is as you know, like open to it or like some people genuinely don't know what they want to do next. Like they know what they are currently in is not it, but then what next? So that makes them stay longer. But like I'll say, you know for sure, like you have that gut feeling that this is not it. I'll say if you can afford to take a gap here, mm. a gap here to like figure your life out and be like what am i passionate about what am i good what do i do easily that people just think it's just you know phenomenal but it's that much to do so i think that's mm-hmm. where a gap here or just the time off comes into um to play and it may not make sense to to anybody else it doesn't have to i know from like oh, from business to psychology and psychology just ended up being the perfect fit for her everybody was just like wow it makes so much sense but it wasn't something she would have thought of ever but just because she started taking random courses at, at school and then she found this one that was her perfect fit and i'm like you're basically born to be a psychologist mm. it makes so much sense for some people it's art but um another thing i'll say is like if if what you actually want to do is not something that you have to go to school for if it's something you can do on the side in the meantime I personally would recommend doing both. Like, let's say, for example, you're already in your third or fourth year of whatever it is you're studying, and then you decide, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do that. I would say finish. I would say, like... Mm, finish. Because at, at the end of the day, uh, having yeah. an education... Is, I don't edge. think everybody needs to go to school. I, I think school is very important. I think... Um, I think... If everybody could get an, an education, that would be perfect. But I do. I think there are things to be learned outside of school as well. But in this age, I feel like a degree just gives yes, you that, definitely. you know, 
that extra. Oh, he went yeah. to school. But I'll say if it's oh, something you can do, like let's say it's art or like you like painting, and I'll say you probably have to work twice as hard. So none of your so none of those parts of your life suffer. But um, I'll say if it's something you can do on the side, do it for now until at least you can go into it full time. Yeah. Okay. You've pretty much answered all my <laughs> questions even before I asked them. Thank you for having Thank you me. so much, Christiana, for thank you for sharing me. your story. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Okay. Thank right. you. Take care. Catch you next time. I'm sure you probably know a million examples of people who changed career paths and ended up pretty much successful. I'll give an example. YMC Otusayam, popularly known as CCME, YouTuber, content creator, blogger, blogger. She started out studying medicine, but stopped and moved on to mass communication. And well, her story is what we all know. Realizing you're not on the right course for you, or you're not on the right job can be very scary and panic-inducing probably have a million questions is this really the right step to take am i just making another mistake but trust me you don't want to spend the rest of your life living regrettably or unfulfilled because of your fear of the unknown or constantly asking what ifs how about you take a cue from christiana where she says faster pray seriously do take that leap of faith and see where the road leads you.